Welcome to Documentary First, an inside look at the first-time filmmaker's journey. I am your host, Josh Lindsay, from the Movie Proposal Podcast, and with us is our first-time filmmaker, Christian Hey, hey everybody. Hello, Christian Taylor. And with us, as always, because otherwise you would not be listening to this, is <laughs> the button-pushing, trusty-dusty research guy, Jason Rugg. Hey there. Hey there. And Rugg is spelled R-U-G-G, right? Yeah. Not the traditional way. Okay. Why is that important to know? In case people want to write Jason or look him <laughs> sure. up on Anyone LinkedIn. Anyone wants to hire a hitman. <laughs> well, on, on, <laughs> on the, that's right. Uh, on the last episode, we found out that people wanted to hear more from him yeah. on the movie proposal. You know what I like about Jason? No. Jason is, he's the younger set <laughs> in this room. How old are you? Uh, 24. 24, yeah. So he keeps us in the now. Uh, but you've been working on, you know, uh, stuff for Phil Vischer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been working on the Mr. Phil show. And what all have you worked on for him? Uh, so we've I made pretty much with Phil, I've made every Faith Blocks content that we've uh, produced. So we okay. made three or no, I think we made four family devotionals on First John, uh, Ephesians, First Peter, and uh, the last one escapes me, which book we did on that one. Uh, but we did these different family devotionals. I've done a lot of animation and editing on those. And so I've been with Phil for coming up on four years. This, okay. this will be four years in February. So Yeah. And so what do you feel like your strengths are in this film business? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> so what I've, what I've gotten to do like for my job is definitely like my strengths are editing, making other people's visions come true. So I, I – um, direct people. I also teach um, our team of animators um, different techniques um, that I've figured out uh, on our animation software. Uh, but like stuff that I haven't gotten to get paid for yet, um, I definitely think uh, writing is one of those things that I never thought I was good at until like this last year. And then I finally like finished a pilot script, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait, this is actually." Not that bad. And then we made part of it, and it was like, this is really bad. <laughs> and then we made a new pilot script, and this one's a lot better. And so it's like that I think um, eventually, hopefully, I'll get to that place where I can actually do mm-hmm. some some writing and do that professionally. But yeah, we're not so there yet. I do like having you here just because you can weigh in on the process from, yeah. you know, a millennial point of view. And, uh, you know, I li- I've liked watching you grow and develop <laughs> skills. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, in doing this film, what I have learned mm-hmm. is that there is that hey, this is awesome. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Maybe this will work. Hey, this is great again, you know. From other yeah. people? That is what the creative process is like. Oh, I see. It's a roller coaster. It is. It is a roller coaster. And I wasn't sure if you were saying it from your own perspective or people giving you feedback. That actually, you, that's a meme you can look up online. Oh, really? Actually, yeah, there's some meme where it's called the creative process and ah uh, yes you know what i'm talking about and it I've really seen similar things like the success journey and things like yeah that. <laughs> it's very messy but it always i can involves. do it i hate myself yeah, exactly. we're winning we're losing <laughs> here's one this is awesome this is tricky this is terrible i'm terrible this You're, might be yes, okay yes this is awesome that's it <laughs> i'm awesome yes. <laughs> that is so it if there's anything i can teach you from this podcast this is truth <laughs> And in fact, I was talking to my editor, Bill, today, who's trying to whittle down our film into 30 minutes. And he's like, I'm in the this is awful stage today. (laughs) I was like, oh, don't despair. Anyway. Well, um, we uh, are with you today because you're back in town. I am, thank goodness. And you just got back from D.C. Washington, D.C. Man, oh, man. Yep. 
And you did a screening there. I did. So let's hear about the screening. Sure. Christian. So it was a um, it was a very challenging week because it wasn't just about the screening. I don't know if you know this, but I had a second son that joined the army. I knew this. Yes. Did you know this, Jason? Yep. I had a second son that joined the Army, and he actually graduated from advanced individual training. It's basically like college, and he was learning his job skill, which is auto mechanics. And so um, I originally went to the D.C. area because he's at Fort Lee, and um, so this was a combination going to his graduation trying to spend time with him and doing the screening. So I was juggling a lot. Could be another reason I was exhausted. Um, But I just want to give a shout out to one of our executive producers. Her name is Nora Whalen, and she lives in the D.C. area. She was actually my student in middle school at Annunciation Catholic School. And she was uh, the very first person to sort of believe in our film. She bought our plane tickets on points to fly over to France. Uh, So she's been a supporter from the beginning. And she offered to host this screening at the University Club of D.C. It's this very swanky. Sounds. Like beautiful <laughs> club on Northwest DC, not far from the White House, and um, so we we had this event here, and she uh, arranged everything from you know she had a place for me to stay there, so it wasn't too stressful with me driving back and forth. She fed me while I was there. She arranged all of the um, menu because we had a very lovely appetizers in the beginning, desserts at the end. Um, and they just had an incredible staff at the University Club, and it was a beautiful venue. Um, you know, there was an open bar, and there was just – it was a, a great evening. Wow. Um, and we had a lot of military people and a lot of uh, veterans, and we even had a World War II veteran there and uh, a French air attaché, so he's a senior defense military uh, official from France, stationed at the embassy in D.C. Okay. So that was our one French person there. That was super exciting. Um, we had, uh, it was the first one where we had to close the reservation. Um, oh, wow. Reservations. So there were 150 people that were registered. Now, not everybody ended up coming at the end of the day, um, but we were very close. I mean, it was, it could have been right at 145, That's awesome. 150. Wow. So that was. That's a really good turnout. I know. It was a really good turnout. So uh, people that were there were very excited and very passionate uh we had about 15 holy post podcasters and podcast listeners and movie proposal podcast listeners so that was exciting um so we had a very engaged audience and um it you know it was a wonderful screening actually that's awesome it was really neat uh however i learned some things what did you learn christian (laughs) (laughs) um so in this screening it was very wildly to manage. So we have been managing most of the reservations. I have one poor person who I called Michelle Perkins in the last couple podcasts, I think. She's my assistant, and her name is Melissa Perkins. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> Melissa. Her family now all has, uh, you know, <laughs> undercover. What do they call them when you witness protection program names <laughs> based on the fact that I have renamed her? But um, anyway, so Melissa Perkins is the one that's been managing our reservations, and you know, you have to take in the reservations and send a confirmation. And so when they're constantly canceling and new Uh, ones are happening, it's just a lot to juggle that yourself. So that was a challenge. Um, And then um, when I got to this uh, university club, 
this woman that was in charge, Winda Harbor, she has been doing this for many organizations. And she's like, well, at the end, when you make the ask, what's your incentive? What incentives are you giving to have people donate? And I'm like, what? <laughs> she's like, what are you giving them? When they, I'm like, I have nothing to give them. And so she's like, so the club, thanks to Winda, donated six bottles of wine, oh. a brunch you know, for two, a spa day, uh, I think Nora Whalen combined with that effort. Um, and the hope was that like the first 50 or the first six people to donate $100 would get a bottle of wine. The first person to donate 250 would get a brunch, okay. blah, blah, blah. So at the end, um, you know, I made that pitch. And this, remember the last time I said, you really have to make the pitch if right. you're, the right? Ask. So I learned that lesson. I'm really going to make the ask. So I made the ask in the beginning before we showed it. I made the ask at the end. I talked about the need, like stronger than I've ever done it before. And we had these incentives. Afterwards, we still had all the incentives. Not one? Not, well, actually, one person came up and asked for a patch. A patch? A, a patch, like a girl like who wore... a $10 for, donation or something? A, yeah, no, it was like $50 donation okay. for a patch. <laughs> um, and so I was very discouraged. Sure. I was like, this is a wonderful night. Our executive producer has spent all this money putting this together. I mean, everybody had a phenomenal time, but if it doesn't end up in donations... You know, what good is it? So I left there thinking, okay, well, you just oftentimes can't see what's actually happening behind the scenes. I did get an email the next day from a gentleman named Tom who said, I was so moved by your film. I really wish my girlfriend could have seen it. Um, She would really love to see it. Can we meet with you and talk to you? And I was like, of course. I'm here till Monday. When do you want to meet? (laughs) And... um, Apparently, his girlfriend is a very successful fundraiser, and so I went to their home and um, spent time with them. He was military and um, then worked at the DIA. She was a, a art person and a fundraiser, and um, after spending the day together, they were so moved, they made a large contribution to wow. our film, but then have offered to help with the fundraising going forward. Wow. And That's a big deal. That That's was a awesome. huge deal. And then I got back, and we had had $2,500 donated uh, from the screening that I guess just nobody claimed the rewards, you know, oh, or the incentives. Wow. So it was our most successful financial fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> so things are not always what they seem Um, and I walked away there was a department of defense official who said oh my goodness we need to get this to the defense department and we need to host a screening there we have you know thousands of people that could come and um, so I do think there will be more fruit that's born from this event so Um, so time out for a second mm -hmm. that one you just mentioned how is that left off what The, the defense guy yeah. Thousands of people who could see this. Well, I, she said, I will get back and email you. And so, I mean, I've just gotten back. So oh, okay. I need to email her and figure out where we go from here. But I know speaking with Ruth, we will need to probably do another screening or two in D.C. Mm-hmm. And um, do it a little bit differently, smaller crowd. Um, you know, and she said, and I actually had two people say this to me, um, you need you need to tell the story. 
You know, you need to tell the behind the scenes story that I tell the, on the podcast the all, all the time, why you're doing this, why oh, this sure. is important, the impact that the film has, and just show something smaller and more to the point. And so, um, you know, now with this new money, I'm coming back to think, okay, what can we create that's shorter that I can go into this kind of meeting with and... Um, you know, because an hour and 40 minutes is a long time, plus all the talking, it ends up being, you know, you could be at an event for three hours. Yeah. And the other thing that I found, Tom said to me, I'll tell you exactly why you didn't have anybody donate afterwards. He's like, I was going to donate and, and tell you I wanted the brunch. He's like, but after it was over, I was so emotionally exhausted that I forgot all about it. Huh. And wow. he's like, he's like, it's just, it's so much. You're in this emotional place. You're right. not thinking about, and and that was telling for me. So then I thought, hmm, maybe I do need to retool, you know, how I'm sharing the vision of the film. Make it less emotional. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm in the middle. We can talk about that next podcast because I'm in the middle of still trying to figure that out. It's too good, Christian. You can pull back on it. <laughs> it's more just pull back on what I'm asking people to experience in an evening. You know, yeah. if so people, is that why you want a shorter film? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, if if people are going to go, you know, they're going to go for this whole evening. They're going to be watching a film, and by the end of it, they're just. I had another interesting thing happen. So. One of our cast members in France, Marie-Pascal Legrand, is connected to a French woman in Montreal, Canada. And she said, I really think that you need to hear Christian's film and see if your group can help her. She is involved in a rotary group in Montreal. And so I sent her the film. They watched the film. Um and I was supposed to do a video call with them after it was over. And she reached out to me and said, we just can't. It's too, it was too long. It was too emotional. Uh, how about we made, make a meeting for next week? Right. So we did do that. But I'll tell you, you know, already I got a call yesterday from a guy by the name of Matthew. And he said, oh, my goodness, I'm from Normandy. I'm a... Um, I'm a correspondent and a documentarian, and I've just moved to Chicago. I got married, and I just moved to Chicago, and I'd love to meet with you. And I was like, how in the world did you hear about me? He's like, on Twitter. <laughs> and, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, there's this guy that told everybody about, and I finally went back and found the tweet. It was one of the guys from the Rotary Club in Montreal who tweeted out that everybody needed to oh, watch this film and wow. know about it, and he hashtagged all these different people. Wow. Um, so, you know, you just never know what's going to happen next in this adventure that I'm on. Um, and I know that every single thing that we have tried, whether it has been social media, whether it's been live events, whether it's been the podcast or the blogs, um, just meeting one-on-one -on -one with people, um, everything has brought something different to this project and there has been some bonus. And, um, you know, I just wake up, every day and go, okay, Lord, what's my day like today? It's, it's like <laughs> throwing seeds, right? Yeah. You just yeah. never know what's right. going to take root. Well, on that note, mm -hmm. we'll go ahead and wrap up. Um, is there any announcements you need to make? or uh, We are still looking for some volunteers. volunteers. I need administrative volunteers, social media volunteers. Um, so we're still looking for volunteers. When, and when you say like a social media volunteer, mm -hmm. how much time 
do you think someone that's would... a great question but um it i will tell you right now i have two women doing it specifically woohoo bethany valero and rebecca uland i don't know what i would do without you but they are carrying the bulk of it and they both have full-time jobs yeah. and so um you know if it's spread out even more it's less time for everyone um so okay there you go. it's manageable all right and they can contact you how? They can contact me at Christian at NormandyStories.com. Um, and, you know, again, please come and, uh, you know, see us if you're in the area. Okay. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Documentary First, where we believe everyone has a story to tell, and you can be the one to tell it. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Documentary First. We really appreciate your partnership with us. We can't do any of this without you. So thank you so much for listening, for donating, and for following along on our journey. If you are able to make a donation this week, we really would appreciate it. We are supported by donors who give us $100 or less, so anything helps. Also, if you're able to share the news about the girl who wore freedom with your friends and family, please do that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or email, and sign up for our newsletter at Normandy Store. Please go to normandystories.com slash donate to make a donation today.